Guess who's back? Back again. It's the FMF State of Mind podcast, man. After a fucking month-long hiatus, okay, we've survived an insurrection, an inauguration, and uh, here we are. We survived. We're in 2021. COVID's done. The lockdown is over. Liga Mekis is flying high as the best league in the world, and Mexico's going to win the World Cup. That's that's what 2021 <laughs> means, doesn't it? <laughs> is that not what? No, I completely agree. We're all playing hey, guys. Out. And yes, we are back. It's uh, about damn time. We've been uh, busy with the holidays and everything like that. It feels like Christmas still going into February. But we're back. We are back. We are back. And uh, hopefully, you know, we say this all the time. We're going to try to be a little bit more consistent. It is a new year. So we are planning for bigger and better things, have a lot more guests on, stuff like that, a lot of that, more. That's our New Year's episodes, resolution, try to be more consistent. Exactly. We'll probably, you exactly. know, it's, it's like a new eating dawn. healthy. We'll probably give up by next month. But you know what? We're out here trying, okay? And that's what matters, okay? We're out here. Exactly. Like We're trying. shaming out here, like fat shaming, okay? You guys can't stop making fun of me online. <laughs> <laughs> but for this first episode, we're gonna keep it light. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it some some light. You know what I'm some saying? Light. Just talk about what's been going on since we've last talked. Because a lot of shit has happened. Obviously, the new season already started. We're a couple three weeks in. The league's been pretty boring as it usually is when it starts. You know what I mean? One nil, one one zero zero type games. You know the deal. Um, but. So let's just let's just dive right in because we got a bunch to talk about. Since we last, we we're not gonna spend too much time on it since it's basically ancient history at this point. But since we last talked, obviously Leon uh, won the league. Cruz Azul is down horrendous. <laughs> Tigres won the CCL and Pio Herrera got fired. I think those are the main headlines. So let's talk about them all. Leon won. That wasn't a surprise to basically nobody. They've been the best team in Mexico for a couple years now. I think the bigger story is just how bad Cruz Azul fell off. You know what I mean? Because it was like a historic loss. You remember that game? It was yeah, crazy. I remember that game. It's fuck. Just it's gonna it, that thing's gonna haunt them forever. And when they play the real bag tapes and they talk about you know when the last time Cruz Azul won, you're still gonna see 1970s uh, breaks and you're still gonna see people coming out there with the bad hair as they did flapping up and down all over the place with those 1970 uh cuts that you'll see all over the place on univision still whenever they talk about when's the last time cruz azul was dominant you know and they were still one of the reigning top four which you know could be some teams could be fighting for those one of the, one of those two one of those four spots at least but it's just ridiculous to think about and the conspiracy theories that flew around afterwards and talking about that they threw the game on purpose <laughs> and que se miraron muy sospechosos and you had uh, i forgot right. who was his name on uh football picante and he was talking about how basically they threw the game or whatever it might have been oh, but wait, Huerta, but yeah but it, it's just ridiculous yeah, yeah. and then he came out later like no it's i didn't say anything along those lines i just said it just looked very suspicious and it's like nah you know but it's all clickbait I mean, when it comes to mexican media so are you really surprised yeah i mean it's people grasping at straws at this point because this is something that just like normal human occurrence cannot explain that loss you know what i mean it it was exactly. against everything in the natural physical world like there was no way Azul was losing that game in any like in any reality and somehow they did and like the curse is real y'all i'm a believer now I, yeah, I don't like I to mean, mix in this this type of shit with sports because you know sports can be explained at the end of the day. But hey, man, I'm out of answers. Yeah, I'm I mean, we saw the momentum changing though after a couple goals, and you were just like, "Ah, shit, this exactly, is dude. this is possible." And then you kind of look back into how Pumas were playing, and you're just like, "Well, it's damn near inevitable." But Kudzasud shot themselves in the foot, man. 4-0 going into the second game, exactly. and they got too complacent, too lazy. History. Yeah, no, you can't take any chances. Exactly. It's like. You, we, with your with your history with your organization that you're wearing on your chest and the coach knows this as well why would you allow that to happen exactly We're, this is like building up baseball levels of cursory <laughs> the, like exactly. we haven't we, seen since the babe ruth era the or the cubs and it's fucking ridiculous as a cubs fan i've been there firsthand and i can't imagine what they're going through it's like you know you, you haven't went you haven't won since probably their de- you know, the people's fans right now as far as like well you got to be in your 50s or 60s to have seen Cruzul win at this point or i'm probably younger i'm right. honestly not too sure when the last time they actually did win but it's been a long ass uh, time the last dude. time they won was in 97 yeah 97 so, i know but, it's been like, that yeah. long but if you in your early mid-20s you haven't seen them yeah at all. that's wild you think about 97 it feels like it was 10 years ago but it really not man that was like that was like 20 no. that was like 24 years ago now at this point it's ridiculous yeah it's it's, it's it's piling up on them and we don't mean to rub salt in the wound y'all but i mean i just gotta know how to how do crusoe fans still enjoy the sport of soccer after all this because that would that would take a heavy toll i don't know if there's any other 
team in international football that is cursed as much as Cruz Azul is. But yeah, yeah. A, a little cheap plug. I remember I wrote an article after that Pumas game on FMS State of Mind. Y'all can go check it out. But it was like, what what was interesting to me is just the goals. Pumas obviously Pumas had the momentum and they played well. They did obviously. Cruz Azul played bad, but it was the goals like. Almost all of them had little tiny lucky bounces that went Pumas' way every yeah, single Yeah, it didn't time. help that Corona wasn't playing either, and he had Jurado. It was, wasn't getting any exactly. first-team reps until literally that game, and just, just threw him in the game, which exactly. he did all he could, but you can't make up for the defensive mistakes that Cruz Azul did and not marking their men and doing whatever they did, you know. A goalkeeper is only as good as his line of defense and the bounces it takes off of them, and those bounces were not lucky at all as far as that those- name those bounces it was it's 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 almost like unimaginable like the universe at this point is just like this is this is what's going to happen and this is what how it's going to go down but yeah it was it was a crazy game i don't i don't remember being entertained that much by league i game in quite some time it was just like amazing to watch they pulled a liverpool you know no they I mean? did and i didn't tune they in until up. they pulled up yeah i, I didn't i didn't yeah. pull up until the the second half and then i was like oh okay. fuck it's happening it's happening <laughs> ran out like it's Michael happening Scott. dude i know <laughs> It was pretty no, bad. No, they made they scored the first goal early. They scored the first goal early doors, and I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, no. There's, there's actually no way. when no I saw Dinero was at the second goal, it was like a header or something. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah fuck, it's happening." And then you saw Gonzalez yeah, like flying into the to, like for that last goal, and you're just like, "Oh fuck!" Like this mm-hmm. is actually gonna happen today. And obviously four four, yeah. and it was at Puma's home, so they All got they the luck. All they one needed one was goal. one goal. And then what is it called? All obviously, and then it, it, it would be one thing if they got out gold and it was like six gold or something. It's like, no, they went off a tiebreaker technicality. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Just it, just enough to what they needed, to what Pumas needed. You know what I mean? Like, just the tip of the iceberg. What the hell, man? It was, it's, it was, it was crazy, bad. but yeah, obviously Pumas went. I, I think, like... Like, let, like, let's be real. Like, Cruz Azul, I would say, had a... I, want, I don't know if I want to say better, but they just had a more complete team than Puma. They you know they did, I mean? and uh, this goes back to the whole thing. The, you remember when they were super leaders and the season got canceled? It just feeds back into right. that momentum thing where it was like, all right, they're going to come back, and they came back when the Copa GMP, the season started again, and the, the, well, the tournament started again, and then, you know, they were dominating again, they were dominating again, and everybody was like, oh, they're expected to take it. You know, they're at least going to be in the semifinals, and they made it to the semifinals, right. and everybody thought they were going to win four up, you know? Nope, everybody, they were a shoo for the final, but as somehow shoo-in. tradition, Cruz Azul finds a way to fuck it up, and now you see Jonathan Rodriguez over there just trying to pick up bitches in his practice gear, and it's pretty ridiculous. Ridiculous. Dude. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that a little later because that has to do with the whole COVID restrictions and shit. I mean, I get it, bro. I get what he's going through. After going through something like that, you just kind of want to. <laughs> oh, man. I'm pretty sure they're going to sell him, though. I'm pretty sure he's gone. Isn't he going, like, to China uh, or some shit? I, I heard I heard China, yeah. I mean, he's it's because he's already tried it in Europe before with Benfica, and that didn't go well, so... The only way is uh, that Asian money, you know what I mean? Whether it's China or the Arab nation. Exactly. And I didn't mean yeah. bitches as in, like, him trying to pick up women. I mean, like, random women that are currently out during a pandemic still partying. That's who I uh, refer to as a B-word, and it can be a man or a woman. So, you know, it goes for both genders. It's, like, <laughs> it's gender neutral right here. That's what we're exactly. about. Exactly. But, <laughs> but, no, yeah, that, that, I mean, the Cruzador debacle, I mean, it's still going on. They're so bad right now because, like, like I said, how do you come back from that? You know what I mean? Siboldi got fired, and I mean, did he deserve it? No, but kind of. I since think he played I, that game. I that think way. I think you give it another run with Siboldi. It, it was only one game, bro. I understand. I mean, he didn't but, deserve to get no, fired. Yeah, that's he like had a good. That's season. like a European team like firing like what is it called? They're, like their manager, even though he's good, just because he didn't win their league. It's like I get it, but it's like there are still other competitions. There is other stuff you can still do. Right. I understand. I think it was partly due to with the whole meltdown against L- uh, was it against LAFC or no? Was that? They didn't even right. make it that far, did they? Yeah, no. I remember it was like when everything got postponed. It's just really bad timing with everything in COVID, man. Because I literally remember last year in February they were supposed to play Cruz Azul, and I remember thinking I was like, well, if they win, I think they would end up going to New York and play. I don't know the way I was looking at the schedule breakdown. As far as uh, I was like, I would go see them in New York if they went, but they ended up postponing the game up until literally almost a year, if you really think about it, because it's almost February already. And then Cruz Azul ended up losing against LAFC, obviously. And I think coupled with that, mm-hmm. on top of the fact they had just lost in the semifinals, they're like, Sabaldi, get mm-hmm. the fuck out. But I think you give it another run. I mean, <laughs> especially with Liga MX, I think you can afford that because not only is the, you know, the five-year relegation rule in effect, but 
especially the fact considering that um, it's it's two it's two tournaments per season. So you already you're already half a year in. You might as well just wait till the year and try to give it up. But I think I think what they did was something where it's like we're not gonna put up with this. It's one of the things that they took very seriously. Yeah, so you can't a, be too yeah, mad it was at a them. Yeah, exactly. It's like you had a whole bunch of chivistas and americanistas. Like, no, if that was our team, the guy would have got fired. We're held to different extents. And I think them still wanting to compete and be one of the top four every single season is just one of the things that led into it. It was more so of an ego thing more right. than anything. And. It was sad to see him go because I think he could have done more, but I don't know. They might be right about this because same time they did the same thing with Pedro before he got let go, and he didn't do that bad either. He had just won a Copa MX. Oh no, he didn't win the Copa MX. He got fired, and then they won the Copa MX under Saboldi. So I don't know if it's the right decision or not, but you know, good managers of Liga MX are hard to come by, especially with the carousel they're usually on. Yeah. But we'll see what ends up happening. I mean, consistency is key. When you're consistent, Liga MX, that's a good thing. And Siboldi definitely kept them consistent. Even after the whole lockdown and the season got suspended, he brought them back. And, exactly. You know, and who's to say dominating this yeah, season? And who's to say Corona, if he was healthy and played that game, wouldn't have blocked one of those shots that Jurado wasn't able to get to. You know, it's one thing like that. And I, and, I know, and I know Sebastian Jurado, he's, he's an amazing shot blocker. But it's all for show when you see keepers like that and to throw somebody in that hasn't been like with the team or can't direct the back line the way Corona would. It's like experience speaks volumes, especially in the playoffs. And maybe if he was able to get behind one of those or if he Corona's was, pretty arrogant. Yeah, I, I, I know. But at the same time, he yells at his players. He makes sure that everybody's in the right positions, especially for free kick <laughs> situations. And majority of the time, you, you, you know that he's older too. So you're going to try a little bit harder if you're on the defensive line. The whole weird thing with that is, I mean, they had an, they had a reason for him not being there, and that was because, like, he, you know, he admitted it after the game. You know, he had tested positive for COVID. He also had a knock on his knee. Yeah, you saw that weird tweet Why with him in the in, in a corner of a dark room. You're like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> he got kidnapped. But wh- why don't you make an official statement prior to the game? Because the the club didn't say anything. They just chucked Jurado up. Nah, I don't. I don't and like, well, where's yeah, and I think that's a whole other thing with just club direction. I don't think just communication, but just in general, their their previous uh, what is it, president or GM of operations was I forgot what his name was, but it was currently like on like racketeering charges and like money laundering charges for cartels. And then they, I think he left, and I think he left the country. If not, he got arrested. And then now they hired somebody else to have that role. So just Cruz Azul was just in shambles all over the place, just even leading up to the game and everything with a whole lot of uncertainty. So it's not surprised to see him go as far as coach, but it is messed up that there wasn't that communication there that Corona would be out. Or maybe they knew they would have some type of disadvantage. They would give an advantage to the other team if they tweeted out a week prior in advance. You know what I mean? Usually how NFL teams usually do, you put them on the DNP list and you'll see them, or, you, or you'll see them like a week before on the COVID list or whatever, and it'll have teams kind of strategizing and game planning to play against a certain player, whereas, you know, if they're not there, then they can plan like against them and everything like that. So I don't know if it was a strategy or if they just didn't want to let anybody know, but I was really surprised to see Jurado within the stakes, especially considering that he wasn't even the goalkeeper that won him the Copa GMP. So I don't know what all that's about. They have the other goalkeeper. Do you remember his name? I forgot. It was like their second stringer. He was Gudinho, Andres Gudinho. Yeah, him. And he actually played really well during the Copa GMP. So why he wasn't there, he played well. I don't know because I thought he was number two and then Jurado was three, but I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Cruz Azul is definitely in shambles now. I mean, they haven't won or drawn since that semifinal at all. Like you said, they lost to LAFC. They've lost their two first games of this season. It's uh, it's not looking good for the boys. But, we'll, we'll, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Speaking of CCL and LAFC, they went on a little run and started – and uh, Twitter got into a – started shaking in their boots a little bit with the gap. You know how that always comes up, man. Tigres ended up winning the CCL, uh, fitting end to their decade. Uh, that was the last one they needed to win, and they eventually won it. Shout out to Duca for finally doing it. Um, but that that caused a whole lot of drama just because LAFC went on a little Gap's closing, bro. MLS coming back, bro. Eliminated America. Um, and I think – what do you think about that? What do you think about people like – because people were freaking out. We were freaking out when they saw Carlos Vela in the final and eliminating all these Mexican teams. I think it was it was good for MLS, and it'll be even better when they join leagues. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I hope oh pray to God they don't join leagues. <laughs> this would be horrible. <laughs> but no, it's different, man. It's uh, and when we talk about MLS, it's like 
I like not that I hate on MLS. I just can't watch it. I'm just I'm on the East Coast. There's not good football team. Like there's there's no good soccer teams on this side, man. If you live on the West Coast, I completely get it. If you support the LA Galaxy, if, if you support LAFC, if you support the Portland Timbers, those are teams that have these, yeah, or the Sounders teams that have hit like a little bit of history at least. They're yeah. teams that are trying to do something. It's like what, what the what, what the hell am I gonna do with DC United out here? You know what I mean? Like so I get it whenever <laughs> they talk about like supporting local teams. I there and i understand 100 percent you know except for the chicago fire they're in shambles and always will be even though they were like top 10 in player spending but the record doesn't reflect that which is pretty fucking ironic and this goes to show how, how much of a joke that organization is being ran as far as in the past decade in player spending i think they were top five so if you really look at that that's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous but no i I, I understand it i just i still don't like mls i mean if i want to sleep in the middle of a sunday i'll put a game on you know what I mean? But even then, like, I'll have to see group chats or have to see people kind of, like, pointing out. It's like, MLS is playing? And I'm like, oh, it's the playoffs? Like, I don't even know, man. But it's just when it comes to Americans and, like, this and, and the sport, it'll be, like, the fourth or fifth ranking sport kind of behind almost hockey at this point. And I know people will get pissed off at that statement, but that's just the way it's kind of seen. If you turn on SportsCenter, you'll hear about a goal or two maybe if it's, like, the semifinals of the playoffs, and they'll never really talk about it other than that. But I think it was good for MLS and stuff like that. I think it was pretty ironic that a Mexican ended up doing it, though, especially when they talk about the gap closing. Like the the fact that you can even pair those two arguments together and say the gap is closing. Oh, by the way, a Mexican helped us get there. Like it's pretty fucking ironic. You know what I mean? So (laughs) carry, carry. I think Cruz Azul was already they're already in their own heads after the loss. So I don't think that reflects poorly against them. Exactly. America has no. And I think America was America was too. But America, yeah, America just got past. Uh, Atlanta and I don't think and even with that America has no midfield they have good forwards and their defense is kind of in shambles at the moment it's like as far as it'll get better I know they bought a couple I think Argentines this uh, this um, this little break between the, the season so we'll see how that ends up going but they let go obviously at Pio Herrera and brought in Solari uh, and one of the reasons was I think it was because they lost against LAFC and I think they see that as a failure especially when they're currently has the most titles in Liga MX that's seen as a failure for losing against the MLS side you know Chivas would never do something along those lines you know we're not going to lose against Toronto FC we don't care how how oh, much they, you paid the we, Atomic we, Ants we beat the best beat MLS the, team exactly, ever exactly yeah, yeah and then when they talked about uh, top top uh, player spending in the past decade I think they talked about Toronto FC too and I'm just looking at them like huh don't see Chivas on that list huh but yeah no yeah see you see Toronto FC and they still lost against the against the shambled uh, Almeida FC put together squad <laughs> yeah but what did you think about it oh yeah man I mean, I, 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 although I was entertained, I think the drama was a little too much. You know what I mean? There were people on both sides of that coin. You know, the MLS and the Liga Mekki side, just like, you know, uh, throwing throwing shots at everyone else. And like, it's really like, at the end of the day, let's say LAFC had one, right? Ooh, scary. It doesn't mean. I don't think it means what everyone thinks it's gonna mean. You know what I'm saying? Um, although we, we Liga Mekis would like to have that, you know, the whole run we have right now, they've won, like, I don't know how many freaking 15 years in a row or, or whatever. But just the, the fact of what you just said, if LA, LA, LAFC would have won, they would have done so on Vela's accord. You know what I'm saying? On a Mexican's accord, being carried by one of the most talented Mexican players we've seen in the past. Exactly. Years. And so, he scored those two goals against America that were really defensive mistakes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> so, so like you know at the end of the day it makes sense that Tigres won they were a more, way more complete team and you know they've been wanting that title for so long so obviously they had that motivation but if LAFC had won it wouldn't have meant what y'all think it means and that doesn't mean that MLS is going to start dominating exactly. and all the teams are going to no, no. win now like that wouldn't that wouldn't have happened not like the or- or- Orlando um, soccer clubs going to start competing again like r- relax Exactly. Relax, buddy. <laughs> uh, you see the teams in the in the in the league in the tournament this year. What they got? Seattle. They got like Montreal or something. The same yeah, old exactly. teams. It nothing's name five happen. name yeah, five MLS see. teams on the East Coast right now. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Now the final's gonna be fucking Leon and America or America and Monterrey again by this time in August or September, whenever the fucking final is. I don't know. They change the calendar every year now, but. Yeah, it, 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 it was. And it's also sad to see when things start going a little too far. And I'm talking about MLS fans. Um, 
uh, I doubt any of y'all listen to this podcast, so I'm basically talking to a wall right now. But you know, you remember when you started seeing those like those um, the the dirty players, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The dirty Mexican yeah, team comments. Listen, Jesus. y'all, y'all need to y'all need to yeah, watch yourselves, man, because because it can get it can get a little. Before these batteries get thrown, it can get a little heated real quick. Y'all y'all gotta remember this is just the game now. <laughs> It ain't like no, it's, or death. It's, you don't gotta and, be throwing those words and, and, around. And when it gets into a lot of that type of stuff, it's like I understand if you're American and you want to be excited for the United States men's national team and everything like that. I don't know why, but whenever I support Mexico, I don't I equate it with like kind of my like what is it called? My identity and everything like that. Obviously, Mexican background, raised like it, you know, grew up in that lifestyle in that household. But whenever I see the US kind of do it and like the past four years they've had and who's pre- who was president, you just kinda of look at it, you're just like, All right, when you see the American outlaws, you're like, All right, like is more than fifty percent of you guys racist? You know, not saying just because, you know, the name group and everything like that. It's like obviously it's like the American outlaws in two thousand and four as a traveling like small band of group of guys it's like meant different than it does in a post-trump world in 2021 traveling you know what i mean it's it's one of those things where you look at and you're just like well it's like obviously i don't want to get political or anything like that during this but it's one of those things where it's like you know obviously you see you're like obviously if you're an american fan you can be like obviously america first and everything kind of along these lines but some of those comments start kind of getting into the point where it's like all right is this racist or is it not racist when it's like dirty players and it's like well well, you said that a little bit too loud what did you mean when you said dirty you know what i mean yeah i mean fouls happen y'all and and soccer has changed a lot in the past couple years and and we definitely know it's not just Mexican teams fouling or anything no, like that. No, definitely or, not. Or you know what I'm saying? It's a competition. Exactly. So let, let's just let's just watch ourselves and watch our watch our tones a little bit. Let's not get uncivilized, because then we end up uh, in a bad place, not where we want to be. Let's take this moment and uh, move forward. You know what I'm saying? Um, we don't want to do that. We don't want to. We don't want to. No dirty, dirty team comments. No you know no throwing piss bags comments we don't want none of that all right yeah exactly that's um, and, and, yeah. and, and again you know not every single horrible example of of of, of a of, of a fan of a fan base really uh, really speaks volumes to every single person who supports that team it doesn't represent every single right. person that supports that team and exactly. we never want to see it that way either because there's people on both sides are just like well it's really stupid and you see the online arguments and everything on those lines and once it starts passing the threshold of being racist because yes you can be racist to white people but you can also be racist to latinos as well when you really think about it but it's just you know when it starts passing those thresholds you're like all right it's, it's really not worth it and it's really more so a competition and everything like that and you know it's like you guys it, it, it's a good tradition to have though especially in the region where there isn't that much soccer history it's like i think it is good for the game especially in the north american continent where that's really seen as our only competition really and even majority of the time mexico is dominating for the most part you know against, against el salvador against you know against all these other little central american teams or whoever it might be there's no competition there but that's who we have to qualify that's what we have to play to qualify basically for the next world cup so you know it's good to have that competition there and to see american play players excelling overseas even to the point where some people say is more is better than most mexicans right now but it's it's one thing to get bought by one of those teams it's another thing that i actually see a lot of playing time for those teams and, you know obviously you want to see des do good at barcelona or whatever and i completely understand that especially being you know on, on the other side and seeing as a as a mexican want to see chucky lozano do well you know obviously american fans want to see pulisic do well i want to see what is it called diego Linus do well at batiste and it just when it crosses that threshold just something else so it's just one of the things where it's just good for the game to have that rivalry but shit, shit gets taken too far at times it does get taken too far at times we got to remember that you know it's just the game and it doesn't mean it's not that deep at the end of the day obviously ccl diga does want it congrats to y'all congrats to leon for winning too uh and then yeah in that same regard yeah we talked about it a little bit we mentioned it bio herrera got fired i think it was more so obviously the loss to lafc was a main factor i think the other main factor was just his temper you know what i'm saying and that's now the second time that the man's been let go because of something like that. Um, obviously, with the Mexican national team at yeah, first, the whole when he had the journalist, scandal, yeah. But I, you know I, I think, then, I think, with all due respect, though, he was speaking about his daughter. So, if anybody no, else I mean, is in that same yeah. position, they would have done the same thing, or I just, you know, right, let right, right, cooler right. heads prevail. But it's. I think one thing that doesn't get discussed as much is how evil the Mexican media is at times to try to just get a headline, the shit that they will go out of their way to do just to get a response out of somebody. And, you know, you got to think about it. These are real people with real lives. 
that just have a profession that's in, in a soccer community and really when you see it there isn't another community that's as toxic as far as media to its players than you know or racist as like the English uh, the press when it comes to the players that they have or it comes to Mexico and the press that we have that we end up dealing with and all these like sensationalized headlines and you know these and these journalists and these players and these uh, coaches the most popular ones end up becoming character uh, char uh, characters of like themselves at a certain point where you know people when people don't get a response out of them that they don't want or they don't they don't really foresee they kind of get upset and you know when they're searching for something negative it's a bad thing like even when uh, Piojo was like running out of the tunnel with America lost and I'm not gonna lie there was a few bad calls I forgot what game it was but he was really pissed off at the ref and obviously Liga MX had just put in new rules that uh, for that season I think it was a year ago to this day and they were talking about how basically you can't criticize the refs or anything like that kind of going like the NBA route and uh right, and uh what is it called piojo called the called the ref gay and uh and and and, and not like in a regular way where it's like you know it's like it's no, totally fine if you are and everything like that i think he called them like the equivalent spanish to you know kind of like the f word in english and um mm -hmm. when that ended up happening everybody was pissed off and i'm not gonna lie it was like in the moment it was funny to see him do that because you're just like dude what are you doing <laughs> and it was really reminiscent of you know what he did in the airport when he hit that reporter and he ended up losing his job as a men's uh, Mexico national team coach. And when he saw that happen, it was really unfortunate. And when he saw it happen a second time, when he called like the referee, you know, derogatory uh, homophobic term, you saw him kind of come to terms with that the next morning. He literally uh, like had an uh, apology ready, and he was on uh, he was on uh, Contacto Deportivo in the morning. He was issuing an apology for it. I remember seeing it. I just had the TV on, and it was just crazy to see. Kind of he, he he was getting better with those type of relations, but he was still very hot headed about a lot of stuff like that. But you know, as far as he just wasn't getting the job done, so America just wasn't putting up with it anymore. So I could see why they let him go. Exactly, and that, that's why like they're both main factors, and I think they're coupled with it. You know, he, this is not the first time. He's always in a little bit of controversy, a little bit of fights with the media and stuff. But I think exactly like what you said, after losing to their your most hated rival in the semifinal, a rival that probably did worse than you in the Chico Tasor. <laughs> when you got when you got violated by you know a 25 year old, 24 year old with, with blonde hair, <laughs> throwing daggers from from half from midfield. Looking you know, like Steph Curry out there, just pulling up from 40. There's nothing Memo could do about it, it. Yeah, nothing at all. It was like LeBron James Chico was there. watching. Bang! Like. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that happens, and then you lose to an, an MLS side led by a Mexican who doesn't even care for the sport. Yeah, yeah, for real. I think uh, your job starts to get questioned a little bit. Exactly. Then when you find yourself in a little bit of controversy. Losing against they them. don't want to put up with it anymore. Yeah. And they're just like, all right, we're going to let you go. Bro. Yeah, losing against a Mexican that's more hyped up about the Laker game going on that night than his own damn game. You know how crazy that exactly. is? Wow. I was surprised he was even taking the competition seriously. Down bad. Get home, you know. <laughs> he wanted to turn on the Clippers game. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, obviously, boy, Bella's a Laker my fan. My boy PG. Yeah, my boy PG out here, man. Dominating. But... But no, yeah, it was, it, you know, it was shocking just because I thought nothing could ever separate those two. Uh, they've been through a lot, but, you know, it all, all things come to an end, I guess. And then Santiago Solari was an interesting appointment. Obviously, he had his his only spell as a coach was with Real Madrid. That didn't go too well. Um, you know, no, Ness, I, I think we were talking about this before. Yeah, we, we were just talking about like, it. As a Madrid fan, what, 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 what? What did you think about when you saw Solari being appointed? I saw him being like, okay, this is someone that's going to be in the middle. But it wasn't as bad as the appointment they had made, I think, previously or afterwards for Rafa Benitez. That's when I knew the team was in trouble when I saw something like that. But as far as Solari, I thought he would do decent and did well. Obviously, uh, Florentine didn't have the, what is it called, patience that he had with, obviously, Zinedine Zidane, which is a club legend. Solari obviously played for Real Madrid, but they just didn't have the patience crew to do with that. But you're going to deal with some stuff like that whenever you get a new coach that hasn't really coached before or it only has limited knowledge and everything. And there's going to be a lot of growing things. And obviously, Zidane is a club legend. So Zidane had a longer leash than obviously Solari 
did. So I think it's an interesting appointment. It's a good appointment, if anything. You know, when our biggest issue with them letting go of Piojo was like, okay, even if they do let go of Piojo, who the hell are you going to bring in and do a better job for the, you know, for the rap sheet that Piojo has had for the past 10 years as far as it's just this past mm-hmm. decade in general? Because he's he's really coached his ass off. And say what you will about the man and everything, even even the America fan base, I feel like up to last, uh, at the last, uh, last tournament was just really torn on whether they should let him go or not. But when they started seeing him like really start going down against like Atlanta or he saw them going out bad against LA or going out bad against like Chivas in general, it was it was just really embarrassing. You saw a lot of Medica fans finally had enough of it. And I think I think there was enough of it where they just couldn't really they, they couldn't really justify it anymore. And I think they were like, all right, you know, every single club has its has its own era. And I think the Piojo Hedera era was finally over at America. I don't think he's been going back anytime soon. And even if it doesn't work out with Salati, I think they go with somebody else, try to find out something new. But it's really the end of an era as far as the whole decade where Amity got dominated, man. And as a Chivas fan, I hated watching it. But, you know, as long as Chivas keep one, one every 10 years, we'll keep pace. So I'm not too worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one every 10 years, baby. Even though we'll have, like, generational teams, but they'll only get it done once. Uh, what is it called? Half a year for a whole year. You know what I mean? But with mm-hmm. uh, America, I think... Solari would end up doing okay with him. I think it's one of the things where it's like, you know, he was with the European elites and he played with the European elites. And I think that's going to give him a lot more leash than they got him at Real Madrid. And I think they're going to really go all in on this project and not just give in two to three weeks from now. So as far as like pressures and the whole like coaching carousel, it's like he's going to be there for at least a year, in my opinion, before they really give up, even if they have abysmal, you know, records or whatever it was. And, and even them getting unlucky. You saw the Atletico game, uh, San Luis. And obviously that they had, it's like, I think America lost, didn't they? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe they tied. They, yeah, they, they, they tied, tied but they're they're supposed mm-hmm. to win that game. And, you know, it's Atletico San Luis. You might say that they're better than what they are, especially with them currently beating Chivas. But I don't think Chivas are better than what they are. So <laughs> that, that speaks volumes. And even saw Solari make them run after the game. Which is something what you haven't seen since like high school soccer, or like college soccer or something like that. Just because they ended, they didn't end up winning the game. So he had him out there doing laps. So he's gonna have this team coached up and disciplined to a European standard. And I hope I hope that the team responds well to it. As a Chivas fan, I, don't, I hope they don't. But for, for Solari and being a real fan, I think I think he's gonna do okay. What do you think? No, definitely. And, and, and you know, you hope he does okay. And you hope it, it's always good when the people of that caliber come to Liga Mecca, you know, players or coaches. You know what I'm saying? Um, Monterrey was was linked with, you know, Kike Setien, which, you know, as a Barcelona fan myself, don't, I mean, no, don't love the guy, do I? Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it's good. It's good to, to you know, for Liga Mecca to kind of grab those big names, you know, just like when Ronaldinho and Gignac came and all that stuff. Um, and I hope that continues because, you know, obviously Solari has a, a, has a history in Mexico. He played for, uh, I believe it was Atlante in his, like, you know, later mm-hmm. years. Yeah, he played in uh, 2009 and 2010 <clears throat> for Atlante. So yeah. not, not, even, not even that far 33 long, appearances far and five goals. And as far as Look his coaching career, it was 2013 and 2016. He did the Real Madrid U team. 2016 to 18, he was Real Madrid B. 2018 and 19, obviously Real Madrid. That's what I didn't go to. Well. And then obviously right now he's with America. <laughs> there you go. So you 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 know that kind of. I wonder if I wonder if Pep is ever gonna is ever gonna coach in Liga MX because he has that history with Dorado. Oh yeah, I remember. I mean? hey, obviously not now. Maradona even did it, and I think Maradona was bigger than exactly. Pep Guardiola is. So. Exactly. So we, we could see that in the future. It's always good to have those big names. And I mean, like I said, I, like we're both Chivas fans, if y'all didn't know. So like, obviously, we don't want them to succeed. But I don't think it's good for competition whenever they're at least competently coached. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it they're 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 see they're kind of going not a I wouldn't say a full 180, but they're just going in another direction because Pio Herrera and Santiago Solari are very different coaches. Yeah, they are. With very different styles, with just very different. Uh, responsibilities and i guess like what they expect out of their players you know what i mean exactly so uh but i think they're gonna do okay i don't think he's gonna light up the league just because he is new no matter if you coach at real madrid or barcelona you do have to get accustomed to a exactly style of play and a new continent new side of the world i don't think he's gonna light it up but i do think they're gonna do well and um I don't know how long he's going to last, but I, I, like you said, he's definitely going to last a year. 
probably more if they end up doing well. Yeah. So his yeah, that, that was his his winning percentage. Sorry, I mean to cut you off, but his winning percentage at Real Madrid was almost mm-hmm. at seventy percent. It was sixty eight point seven five. He had twenty two wins, two draws, and eight losses with them, which honestly isn't too bad. But when it's Real Madrid, you're expected to win every single game, and every single team exactly, brings their like, they bring their A team, no matter who you play, no matter what in, time of day yeah. or what competition. So. In, 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 in anybody else listen to that, you're like, whoa, that's fucking great. You get to give this man a raise. But, yeah, yeah. This isn't, when it's those teams. This isn't fucking Sheffield United. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, those eight losses, like, you can't have more than two. No, and mean? if they're in secession, everybody's calling for your head. It's like, exactly. Yeah, it's, everyone's, like, everyone's it's like being the off. Valencia coach. You just can't fucking win. <laughs> no, I mean. So, yeah, that without yeah, Real Madrid was in a, was a tough period. Still kind of are. So is Barca, but... Yeah, they are. Atletico's uh, currently on top of the table. And I hope they win it. Yeah. Be nice to. I like when new teams win. I would like to league. see a, a Mexican win it and, uh, and Hector Herrera, but that'd be the only reason I want Atletico exactly. to win. <laughs> I, just, I just like seeing different teams. You know what I'm saying? Even in like Serie A, Milan's back on top. I yeah, used to exactly. be a huge Milan fan yeah. when they had Kaká and, and Pirlo and all of them. So it's good to see them back on top. Like. It's nice to see. I don't want to see Bayern Munich win 40 times. I want to see oh, PSG God. win 40 yeah. times. I don't want to see Bor- Borussia Dortmund versus uh, Bayern against for the for the 19th time. <laughs> yeah, like, well, come on, guys. Come on. Leipzig, Mönchengladbach, come on. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Honestly. Leverkusen. Yeah. If they had Chicha, they'd be good. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Chicha, the boy is conditioning. Have you seen him? I mean, you got to get over a divorce somehow, right? Bro, I'm telling you, I'm, I think he's going to break Carlos Vela's sing, single-season story record because the boy is locked in. <laughs> Dude, I'm being serious. And I, and, and I know we had these predictions last year, and they were fucking trash predictions because the boy got, one like, two goals, and he missed sitters left and right. But he was confused. You know, he, he had his head all over the place. He was going through whatever he went through, obviously, like a divorce probably. So, And we didn't know anything about it, you know? And now they're just – and now he's just subtweeting his ex whenever he's on Instagram. So, you know, when you see stuff like <laughs> – that you know the boy's coming back he has something to prove i haven't seen chicharito this this excited to come back in a while you saw him training you saw him going through like physical therapy getting his body back i'm just like damn you know i'm about to see that pink hair come back out man i'm about to, about to get west ham chicharito back i'm excited <laughs> well west ham chicharito wasn't he that wasn't that bad under well, he wasn't that bad he was like he was under pellegrini he wasn't which, that you know, no he was yeah. definitely not as bad as i don't know that. what pellegrini has against but mexicans yeah. but he just does like he's barely starting diego liners so at the side, uh, Pellegrini. Pellegrini and David yeah. Moyes. David Moyes, uh, he that, he had both Are of those you talking coaches. About that the, was the worst two. The, the worst two coaches you could have. The successor to Sir Alex Ferguson. <laughs> nah, man. Oh, Jesus. But Ooh. no, yeah, Chicharito looks locked in, man. Honestly, I'm excited to see him play for the Galaxy. I never watch MLS. It's like in case you guys don't know, but it's like I will. I, I follow Chicharito everywhere, and I'll follow him to the MLS, and I'll watch those BS games that they have set up. I just hope that he does well. I think Hopefully, he's finally I mean, I adjusted to, to the I, league. I went to his league debut last season yeah. against Houston before lockdown happened. So yeah, oh, like, shit. I'll, I'll follow him, too. That feels like years ago, dude. I feel like the pre-COVID days, like like, we're going to talk about yeah, it. Like This is before March. Yeah, we're going to talk about it like in dinosaurs or like, you know, AD or it's like before Christ. It's going to be like after COVID. <laughs> call that shit yeah, AC exactly. <laughs> or BC. Oh, but yeah, it was uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with Cheech, man. Um Obviously, he's going going through a separation. I think. Uh, yeah, so this I don't is know if that's his. Been confirmed uh, by anybody? You know, th- this is you know you know how, you know how you know, but you don't know because I saw his Instagram story earlier, and he has the kids, and it's the weekend, and it's the second weekend of the of the months. So you're like, oh oh, oh this boy, what, oh boy, this is what we're doing every oh, other boy. weekend, huh? Like, damn, <laughs> down bad. But he's gonna be back. Teacher need to go back, man. This stuff like clowning him, but we'll see. Hopefully, damn. hopefully, the, man. The Cucarito Chronicles he... aren't done yet. Yet, so we're gonna see where Although, this page ends. you know, I, I, I respect the fact that he's the highest paid player in MLS and doing fuck all, you know, what yeah, I mean? exactly. Get the bag. It's fucking respectable, dude. He's over there, he's respectable. At Kobe's hey, uh, he's, away game, yeah. like you know what I mean, with the front row seats. Yeah. You know how much with those the, seats with the flower cost? print, oh flower my god, print, uh, button down, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Going through a divorce, Dan, the boy, the boy was on, he had Steve's man, he was, he was going through it. And we didn't even know. <laughs> We're like, why does he suck so much? And it's like, he wasn't locked in. Chicharito's going to be locked in. Mark my words. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. When does the MLS start? No one knows. But- I'll be honest. I'm like, you asking the wrong person, man. I did not follow that <laughs> shit. <laughs> we, we, we don't know. We'll eventually we'll 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 flip through the channel i'll be like yeah i'll be watching like uh liga at max and then somebody be like 
you know, this LA Galaxy game is crazy. And I'm just like, that MLS is on right now? Like, they playing? Like, they in season? <laughs> <laughs> they, in, they in season in the, in the most weirdest times, bro. Yeah, for I real. I remember watching the fucking, I remember watching the fucking, I think it was the 2018 World Cup. And then someone would be like, and join us tomorrow for DC United in Santa Sanders. <laughs> I'm like, What? <laughs> Fucking Shibbles, what? Who bro? they playing the with? ratings look horrible. And then they're like, why do these ratings suck? Nobody wants to watch soccer. It's not because of that. It's because you have the opposite schedule when it comes to national bro, team and call-ups. I know, I know foreign MLS players are livid because they just want to be home to watch their country, bro. And they got to they gotta work. You imagine that <laughs> They got to work that day. You're just, like, you're just trying to watch the World Cup and it's your job. Like, you know, like it's out of the whole time of the year. You're just like, nah, man, I'm just trying to watch the World Cup. You got a game against, well, I'm just trying against to, yeah, Kansas bro. City. And you in Kansas all City. The fucking, oh, yeah, dude, God. all the fucking like Serbians and shit are like, why the fuck do I have to go to Kansas City? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got the Hungarians. I just want to watch. They got Hungarians <laughs> flying to, what is it called? Real Salt Lake. Oh, they must be sick. <laughs> <laughs> bro, they just man. Imagine being from a small Let European uh, Eastern nation and you ain't get called up. You got to play the MLS, like and you like you Facetime your family you, and they're just they're like yeah, they're, they're having like parties and shit. It's like your whole family and shit. They having parties. You're like yeah, bro, wish you were here. You're just like oh, yeah, me too, man. You're over there in fucking uh, <laughs> butt fuck like Illinois, like just about to play a Chicago Fire. You're just like damn, what am I doing here? Oh, man? Boy. Like just the worst. God, you're in bridge down bad. Bridgeview, yeah, bridge. Oh, you're like in Bridgeport, bro. You. <laughs> You're not even in Chicago. <laughs> what suburb that is? Yeah, it's like it's a bogus ass suburb, man. God damn. Oh man. Yeah. I, sorry guys, can't make it to the family reunion. Got to go to Sandy, Utah next uh, week. Oh, boy. Uh, and then Chester, Pennsylvania. Oh god. <laughs> got to go to Pulisic's backwoods. And try to try to get your job done. You know what <laughs> I mean? Back when MLS teams yeah. couldn't afford big cities, so they had to oh, go to suburbs. Yeah, we got we got to go play in Columbus. Ugh, oh man, we got to go to Commerce City, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Not Denver. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I gotta go play these guys in maroon and baby blue. Ugh, even even the galaxy, bro. We're not going to East LA. Yeah. We're going to fucking Carson. Uh, we're in Carson. We're we're. <laughs> they're like, where's Carson? It's like you ever seen weeds? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <Sounds> good. <laughs> Yeah, MLS down bad. Yeah. Once they fix that schedule, man, I'd be more open to seeing them. But it's just, it's so opposite. And whenever they have team call-ups, I just feel like they feel shitty because they didn't get called up to the national team or whatever. And you see them playing games, and they still got to be locked in when it's like, damn, I might not be considered in the next, you know, World Cup. So, Yeah, I wonder how that feels. That'd be interesting to know. It must feel shitty. Maybe one day we'll interview an MLS player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'd much rather, like, I don't know, MLS players, like, I understand they're, they're probably at home and they're – Obviously, they travel and they're professional athletes. It's like, would you much rather just be fucking bumming it, bumming it in like Eastern Europe and trying to get a chance to be in the top five like leagues, just trying vying for a chance to get transferred or something, or would you just mm-hmm. just be chilling in the U.S., just kind of making okay money, not as a designated player? But I know, I know, I know I the mean, price has gone up since like the league minimums since they had those meetings. Right. But it's like, still, you're not. Come on, you're not doing much. It's, I mean, yeah, it is weird. They, they, I mean, in the past year, in 2020, they gotten a lot of Liga Mekis players um, not exactly Mexican but just like you know yeah Rodriguez, exactly yeah Rodriguez he's at DC United you know players like that so like well, just in general like you know. Celarayan it's like he's at what he's at a Columbus yeah. oh, they, he then won he the title won for title. them yeah I forgot damn we're over there clowning Columbus they just won a title damn they that's did, not they bad did. bro like, <laughs> But again, again, carried by a Liga Mekis. Yeah, there he was. Player. He was kicking. He was, he was a thing as bench player, bro. That lets you know, like, damn. Dude, he was, oh, yeah. God. Tuca didn't he's even what, want to start he's, him. He's, Tuca he's, was like, he's, he's what a, Leo Fernandez is now. Uh, yeah, he's what Leo Fernandez is he now. really is. And you saw Tuca that over kid, there. That kid is a diamond in the rough. Exactly. You saw Tuca over there, like, this guy's not even good enough to, like, he's a defensive liability. <laughs> and yeah, the MLS, you're great, bro. though. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, he pulls up to training and uh, sees like uh, Leo Fernandez doing flickovers and fucking rainbows and doing all this crazy <laughs> shit. Like, and he just, oh, I'm sick to my <laughs> stomach. <laughs> just get Look, the ball <laughs> to Quinones. I swear to God, I'm gonna take you out of this four-four-two if I see that shit one more time. A, a through ball to Aquino, and that's it. A through ball to oh, Aquino, to so he can feed Gignac and just keep it at that. I want to see a real tackle. Oh man. If I want to see tricks, I'll get Chaka. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they they let go of one of their like uh, one of their backs. What, what is his name? He's that playing at the Luca now. Who'd they get rid of? Oh, Torres Nilo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Torres Nilo. It's like which who's who's worse? It's like... <laughs> 
Torres Nilo's ancient. Though. That's he's, true. He's getting up there in age. Yeah. And I didn't mean Pisuto, I mean Pizarro. But yeah, it's the old one, the Argentine. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, speaking of, okay, to end this, since we're getting near an hour here. Uh, obviously, Liga Mekis started back up again. But, you know, even though 20, it, it is 2021 and we all thought it was going to be done, COVID is still here. And, and it's causing a bit of a ruckus. They've already had to reprogram two Monterrey games and the America Juarez game that was going to happen yesterday. Because apparently Monterrey is out here just infecting everybody and played their American <coughs> game with like 10 players positive. Yeah, exactly. The rumors, the rumors are that Javier Aguirre and the club knew. But we don't know if that's true, so we can't confirm. But, I mean, it's just, I mean, what's going on there? What's Monterrey doing? It's it's one of the things that you see and you're like, this shit is bogus, man. There either has to be a solution or not. I feel like they did a better job when COVID first, <laughs> when when COVID first came out. It was the greatest album. No, when, uh, when, oh, when, when, when it was, COVID dropped? yeah, when COVID at first dropped, they were doing a good job. Like, even for the Copa GMP, they're, you know, they were only flying there the day of, like, the games. They were taking mm-hmm. precautions. Now it's like, I think everybody's starting to get tired of it. And I don't think it's just, like, the officials, but just the coaches and everybody. It's, like, another thing to make your life more difficult and we're even seeing where like players that were already infected we're like okay you know they got it out of the way they're getting reinfected so when you're seeing stuff like that you don't know who's out or why they out and you see memo ochoa catching it after like that game you're just like well is that you know they're not doing a really good job of contact tracing the nba is taking it more seriously i feel like right now liga oh, max sure. is taking it like the nfl route it's like you know don't ask don't tell <laughs> Yeah, they're just kind of they're just kind of rolling with the punches at this point. And it's exactly. Like, if you're out, you're out, and we're just gonna keep on. Moving. Yeah, and it's and, and it's pretty confusing. It's like you know, it goes back to even 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 last tournament when Brizuela had it, and like two days later he was still playing, mm-hmm. and you're just like, wasn't he out with COVID? Right, right, right. And you're just like, I don't even know at this point what's Ooh, going he did on. That Donald so, Trump. Yeah, he did that effect. Donald Trump effect. And he had it for like two days. Yeah, he's like, they have two days, and at, after two days, you're gonna have nobody that has. It's gonna be zero. So it's it's gonna be completely gone. This shit is not completely gone, bro. This shit is escalating. If anything. And uh, it's it's right. re- it's really frustrating to see that they're taking it this route, but I just think it's fatigue out of everybody just being tired of everything. And when they're taking it mm-hmm. the NFL route, they're just basically just postponing games. And when that ends up happening, it just gets to the point where it's like, all right, I understand you're acting like you still care, but you don't care. Pick a side, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like either act like this yeah. is the most important thing and players' health come first, or just act like it's all about the money, which you see Liga Max kind of leaning out to, where you see games start getting postponed. And it's like, it's bogus because when it turns to the NFL and the way they did it, they'd be like Wednesday night and they'd be playing a football game. You're just like, dude, they're playing tonight? Like, what the fuck? I wasn't even aware. And I feel Liga MX might start turning into that, whereas the week's starting early. Oh, yeah. Like bro. when Chivas Tuesday, played Wednesday games. When Chivas played on Thursday, I was like, what the fuck is going on, dude? I was like, <laughs> I was like what day is it? Dude, Liga MX, there's going to be a week where there's a Liga MX game every single No, I know. Day. And it's and it's tough to keep up with, like, honestly. And, right. you know, on the weekends, it's good to get everything out of the way. You can actually watch a couple games. I understand when games are played at the same time you can't watch all of them and depending on who you favor more as far as teams or teams you're going to watch but when it starts getting into we don't know when this happens and it just creates all these scheduling conflicts which is the correct way to go about everything because we want to take COVID seriously but just pick a side if it's serious or not because half the time we don't know if these are just rumors of players having it or not and then you'll see like confirmed but you'll still see that player playing on the weekend and you, like there's no official response from Liga BBVA MX and you're just like well I guess this is just the way it is there's no communication or anything at all so I think I think the fact they've been lacking on a central communication person just focusing on like COVID as far as just Liga MX they've been really really lacking but you know you see mm-hmm. currently like the MLS is currently out of, out of season so we'll see when MLS comes back what they end up doing because obviously they had the bubble and then after that they still had the the season but we'll see what ends up happening because at this point I don't I don't know what else they can do before they just start getting tired of this shit and just start putting fans back in the seats like we see Masalan doing like we see all these <laughs> other teams. dude Masalan has not times. cared they're just like we'll let you guys in dude I think what I think Masatlan really quick tangent what I think Masatlan is doing to uh, in like honest to God I think they're playing into the whole villain thing. Because obviously when they, they dropped, are. like, everybody hated them because, you know, they took away Morelia, a legendary Liga Mekis team, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They were trolling people on, tw- on Twitter, you know what I mean? That, you know, that, that yeah, CM was fucking on one for the first yeah, few Yeah, it weeks. was. They were just like, either just jump aboard or jump everybody. ship. And you're just like, fuck. <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? Like, they got rid of a, a, a good tactician in, in Paco Palencia, and they got the shithousery that comes with Tomas Boy yeah. dancing on the sidelines. No. Like, I think they're playing into their whole villain thing, and they're just like, you know what? We're just fucking hate us. Just do it. 
<laughs> I think you're right about that though. And I forgot who yeah, it was. Like, What's uh? And it's not it's not only Masatlan. It's other teams that are letting people in the stadiums. Is it Cholos now letting people in? Or I forgot who is. Ooh, I don't know but I saw I, all I see was I remember seeing Francisco yeah. at a game, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> mm-hmm. It could be Cholos then. Could or be Puebla. Cholos or Puebla. It might, I think it was Puebla. It might be Puebla actually. I wouldn't doubt it. Might I mean, those that dumb seats were empty anyway, so they might as well let anybody <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> that wants to go, it was bro. Full house. <laughs> full house in Puebla tonight. Did you watch a Puebla game like on a Thursday night whenever they play in week? And you're just like, yikes, man. There's like 40 people there. And it's like, you see like the stadium, like it pans over to like people in the background. There's just like a few people like getting up, using a bathroom. You're just like, eh. It's like an empty auditorium. It looks like a double A, like college basketball game. You're like, eh. It's not yeah. good. <laughs> but yeah, it is unfortunate. Liga Mekis is, is, you know, this has to be happening uh all across the league it's it's yeah i think i think you are right it's just the fact of everybody's sick and tired of being sick and tired you know what i mean uh but you know it is unfortunate because like like we said we 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 still gotta us as people we still gotta take this seriously league still gotta take this seriously because you know health comes first um i know a lot of people probably might not have heard of this but the santos laguna femenil coach martin perez died this past week due to complications from COVID-19 he was only 57 y'all that's 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 like my parents age young as hell exactly so when you start looking at that and rest in peace to him and prayers out to his family and everything and the whole Santos Laguna organization but when you start seeing things like that you the questions start to come up is this worth it now when it comes to life and death it's obviously not worth it I'm not saying that I don't expect them to stop the season or anything like that shit but they just got to start taking it more seriously like they did at the beginning because it will end soon not soon but it will end eventually but we still have to keep you know be on our yeah exactly it's it sucks but we just got to keep doing it man especially with the biden administration coming in you like in the u.s you saw him he 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 gave us one of obama's most best lines bro and when i heard that i was like yeah he right he was just like it's gonna get worse before it gets better and i'm like yeah you're right yeah. <laughs> it just sucks exactly, to hear but though, you need to in, hear it in a, in a perfect world there would be no sports still because we'd have to figure all this shit out first yeah, but exactly. you know human nature people want their entertainment people, that, want their... people stuck at home more now than ever you see streaming services like what is it called they're going up in revenue because everybody's at home needs to exactly. watch something and then obviously you need live sports also or else people are going to lose their shit and people need something to bet on bro <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> People need something to gamble on while they're at home, dude. Oh, just to feel yeah, something. Exactly. Anything. Just to see McGregor get knocked out, bro, and lose some money, you know, made me feel alive. Ooh, that, was you know? wild. that shit was wild. Oh, the, wow. the slander on Twitter was ridiculous. <laughs> it always is. But no, yeah, it, it it it's tough. And you know, when you like like we mentioned earlier, when you start seeing players like Cabecita going out to these parties, still, Alan, I saw Alan Mosso from Pumas got suspended. Yeah, for again, disciplinary like reasons. Time. A quote unquote. He got suspended for yeah. for stuff like that. Or even then, you, Chivas is no stranger like, to that. The Monterrey like, players were hosting parties last uh, last tournament, so why do you think they're gonna stop? It's like you know, exactly, and they're just like, like oh, yeah. I just wanted to go drop off a birthday gift. You could have just sent that shit through it. Oh, well, I don't know what Mexico <laughs> would be equivalent on Amazon, but you know what I mean. And so so you just gonna bring a birthday to my birthday party yeah, no birthday <laughs> gift on my birthday uh happy birthday <laughs> yeah exactly it's it's uh it, it sucks but we just still gotta keep doing it dude I, I fucking get it but it's like you know a lot of us are still going to work we're yeah. still taking precautions it's like and if one of us like gets hit it's it's almost been four hundred thousand americans and, and that that have been documented be, you think the mexican government is keeping better tabs on that with their pro- hell, hell no, no especially with their president le vale madre ese way <laughs> that's my mother would say son but no, yeah. It's in and to be fair to Liga Mekis, I I saw that they did put out a communication the other day where they're actually gonna start taking the punishments for players seriously now. And yeah, exactly. if anyone is caught doing indisciplinary actions, they're gonna be suspended for a minimum of ten. God 10 damn! Days. I can't wait for this on Tuna and, and Vega back to hit boy find, part two with this and Instagram hold up, live. And find find a maximum of one hundred thousand pesos. Yeesh. We we'll do the math on Which that. Is about what is it? Uh, 15, Give or, or take ten right grand. Now? Yeah, that's 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 a good yeah, bit. Give or take ten grand. But um, but yeah, uh, I don't know why they weren't doing that before. <laughs> They're doing it now. It does still seem kind of like the league is kind of pointing fingers, like, oh, it's not us, it's the players. But I mean, the league has to take some responsibility, exactly, too, yeah, and get a hold of your team yeah. and your players. all together. It's 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 a it's a united entity, and that's what I think a lot of people yeah. mess up. It's like. You know, we've seen Chivas players be quiet because Vooch finally has the motherfuckers on a leash. 
<laughs> Whereas other oh, coaches, sure. le valieron madre. They're over there sharing Smirnoff bottles on Instagram Live during a pandemonium. You know what I mean? So it's just wild to see. Oh, during a Panasonic. During a pan- Damn. <laughs> we really in a whole parallel. Right <laughs> if I can. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, it's been ridiculous. So as, as long as Chivas players being quiet, I'm at least happy about it. It just sucks when you see like players like yeah. Alan Moso, who was rumored to go to Chivas, him start getting into shit. You're just like, well, maybe for the oh, better. He's de- he definitely going now. Maybe. <laughs> price just went up. He's definitely going now. <laughs> is it price? I just like to imagine the price goes up whenever a Mexican that gets a, that's a, what is it called? Being a linked with Chivas, like gets in trouble. It's just the price just goes up. They're like, oh, this motherfucker's going to fit oh, in too yeah. well. And also speaking of, yeah. speaking of, speaking of, of Chivas and disciplinary records, winding down one of the last things, what do you think about Chofis going to San Jose, California for a, for a year? <laughs> oh boy, man. Finally, the American audience is going to get to see uh, the closest thing to Lionel Messi that they ever will The get. Mexican Messi. Mexican Messi, oh, except boy. for except for uh, what is Guemes, which we said years ago. But don't pay attention to that. No one remembers that. Uh, freaking uh, dude! As soon as Pelada made her her trophies was suspended, he was like, "Word, <laughs> yo!" Yeah, he was calling up Villalpando like, "How how serious are these charges?" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh. It was funny because they were showing like San Jose, the city. Like before, like in the in the the hype up video before they showed trophies, like in a, in a on a little soccer mm-hmm. field, and I was like, man, San Jose is really a piece of shit, isn't it? <laughs> and not saying that whoa, my whoa, city, whoa. not saying that my city is any better. No, it means if anything, it's equivalent or even worse. Because at least San Jose has stuff. But I was just laughing so hard because I was like, damn, I was like, th- like they chose all the spots they could choose, like, and they shot like in these areas and made it look all urban and like bogus as hell. I was just kind of laughing at that, but like as far as the video, it was kind of underwhelming and not what I expected. They just showed like welcome trophies, and they just had them like in the jersey, just like near a goalpost yeah. at some shitty like practice yeah. field. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, that's that's the warm welcome the boy gets. So what do you what do you think about the movie? You think he's actually do anything? He's gonna dominate like Chicharito? Or what do you think he's gonna do? Oh, he's gonna do good. Yeah, bro, he has the talent for it. He has the talent for it. I mean, he, he may not set the world on fire, but he's he's got the talent. They for fucked it. up. They should have sent them the to like ability. they should have sent them to like real Salt Lake or something where he'd be able to focus, bro. He's gonna be in California. Got, you sent a Mexican to that, California, that, bro. You think he's not gonna have a good time? You y'all fucking wilding out here, man. He's over there with Wero Fierro, too. Yeah, like, he is. Same That's team. Chivas 2.0, baby. You're trying to relive, relive the dream out here. Exactly. No, and and like he's got at the end, like what I can guarantee, he gonna have a couple highlight reels. I feel he like got the he step will. overs. He yeah, got exactly. he got the he dude. Got if Celerian is over here like dominating, you don't think Trophies is gonna dominate? As long as he like focuses a good exactly. decent bit, he's still gonna drink his shit. His trophies. What do you expect? But you know, it's like as long as he does like his his part do, like he'll do good. If Carlos Vela can can knock records out of the park, uh, you know, then then yeah. Trophies can can uh, freaking. He can eliminate some MLS defenses because those those defenses are, are abysmal are, are, are at best, atrocious. Yeah, are atrocious. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna have some highlight reels. That, that's what I can guarantee. Yeah. Um, you think he gets called up to the Mexico we'll, national team? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I can't even ask that question with a straight face. I just had to laugh at the end. I'm sorry. No, 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 I think, no. I hope nobody he does. in the MLS. I hope he does. I honestly hope he does. Well, I don't. Just in general, you know the MLS is with their dumbass schedule, so it wouldn't. He probably wouldn't even allow it. Yeah. How many times like Jonathan Dos yeah, Santos yeah, gets true, true. gets caught in this shit? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think his I think his national team days are over. If I'm being honest. Well, they, did they ever start? Uh, <laughs> did they, wait? Did he ever get called? Bro, up? I have no fucking idea. I don't think so. I swear he did. He might have been called Hold up on, like I once or twice. Yeah, look this shit up. Let's, let's say it. <laughs> I need a moderator. It just looks yeah. things up. <laughs> look that up. <laughs> Tell us what we were wrong on throughout the whole podcast. Uh, oh my God, he's never been called. I knew up. it. I knew it, bro. I knew it. He's never been called. Never. Up. Oh, he makes sense though. It makes sense. He's gonna, makes you know sense. what he's gonna do? He's gonna just switch to the United States men's national team, and he's gonna be getting called up left and right over there, and he's gonna dominate. <laughs> Can you imagine that? How crazy that would fucking be, bro. That's. We're gonna have an American player. <laughs> they can't speak English. 
That's crazy. In 100, and, well, this is going off Wikipedia, so it's probably not accurate. Yeah. But it just says in 141 appearances, he scored 16 goals for Chivas. That's not actually great. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. Well, you gotta think Where about it. Were we just he, all in all? Yeah, think about it. I think I think it was the fact that he had that amazing game on Monterrey, which really was his breakout game. Yeah, and then people expected to see more all of, of his. You gotta think about it. When you see yeah. players at trophies, you gotta look at the assists and you gotta see the key passes. I think those are better indicators. Like Silva score would be a better place to evaluate you're not a player wrong. like that. You're not wrong. He's not yeah, gonna be scoring goals, wrong. man. He's more like he's giving you the through ball to score the goal. So that's why you gotta look or the ball or, or the pass mm-hmm. before the the open opportunity somebody yep. has to pass pass two assists. Yeah, exactly. You gotta yeah, look exactly. at. So 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 those type um, but, of yeah. yeah. If we're talking about a striker or something, obviously goals total would be a better indicator of that, you know. But as far as when it comes to that, no, I, I don't think that's a good indicator for it, especially for a midfield player that you want to control the tempo and everything, which that's not what he's advertised as. He's seen as a playmaker with horrendous defensive liability issues. But that's just trophies for you. Hopefully he does well. I hope he does, man. It's like, I never wish ill on these players. I, I hope they can make a career, make more money for themselves, and be more marketable to wherever they are playing at. So I think he's in a relish this opportunity because at least he's going to be playing. You know, the last person that believed in him was mm-hmm. Thomas Boy. So for whatever that's worth, I guess, we'll end up seeing what he does at San Jose. I think that's going to do it. That was a good episode. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we, we talked about a little bit of what we've missed and what's going on right now. Uh, we will be back soon with bigger and better content for y'all to hear. Um, we did we did say we want to bring more guests, so if y'all have any ideas, obviously tweet them at us and do whatever yeah, you, definitely. Want, who you want. Who you want us to talk to, whether it be whoever you want. Yeah, Liga Max or whether it be community, any other community. We try, we, and we'll, we'll try what we can. We'll try to get a hold of maybe former athletes, maybe current athletes. You never know. You never yeah, know. Yeah, definitely. You never know. Um, We're going to have Kiki Fonseca exactly. as our next guest. <laughs> We could, we could though. <laughs> but yeah, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, let us know what you guys want us to talk about next. And Ness, where can the people find you? At? You guys can find me at Nescavelli, N E S Q U I V E double L I at Twitter for any my trash hot takes. You know, my my drunk my drunk memes or texts at two a.m. My thoughts. Go ahead and follow me. Where can they find you at, Antonio? Y'all can find me at Antonio1998 double underscore, two underscores at the end on Twitter. Also at FMSStateOfMind.com for all your Liga Mekis written content needs and everything like that. Make sure to follow the account at FMFSOM on Twitter as well. And thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see y'all next time.